Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wild, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely gonna be some laughing, and hopefully, you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life. To live your healthiest hot life. This week, our guest is a mom who somehow balances it all. Great job, great hobbies, great mom. Oh, and did I mention she has abs? And yeah, she definitely still likes to have her glass of wine. I am talking about Jessica Copeland. She is the Associate Marketing Director of New Balance Canada, and she shares with us how she went from being a shy young adult to a complete powerhouse at the office, at home, and within herself. Here we go, Jessica Copeland on the Healthiest Hot Podcast. Yes. Chloe. Yeah, what I like about you is that we actually met through a social media campaign. We did. For New Balance. Yep. And so much of that time has passed since then. And I can't imagine my life without you. Oh my, like, I know. It's crazy. We met, what was it, November or December of like 2017? Yeah. And then we did this crazy shoot last minute. I think I was like, I was still fresh from my mat leave. You were fresh from your mat leave. And was that Orange Theory? I was wearing way too many hair extensions. You did have hair extensions? But way it worked. <laughs> I wanted a nice ponytail. We're going to have to put up a TBT. I still have that on my Instagram feed. I'm 99% sure there's going to be a TBT in the future oh, on that one. Oh, man. The booty is extra boogalicious in those photos. Well, those pants, the Determination pants, I think that's what it was, they really rein everything in. Oh, it was like, it was full body spanks. Absolutely. It was full body spanks. But that was the first time we met, and... I just had a feeling, I had a feeling that that was not going to be the last time our paths were going to cross. It was meant to be. Well, what you don't know is when that whole, tra- when that shoot took place, I was transitioning my role at New Balance into what it is now, where I'm now sort of leading the apparel marketing strategy for Canada. And I'd already had it in my head that I needed to do a women's campaign. And then you magically dropped into my lap and <laughs> all of your amazingness. And then now you're one of the faces of our campaign this year. I mean, I still can't believe it. I feel like it just went public, but I'm it did. officially a New Balance ambassador. And I, I've known it for a long time now, but to see it out in the world feels so surreal. Because I, as someone who loves health and fitness and wanting to live a healthy life, to be affiliated and associated to a brand like that in that way yeah it feels pretty awesome well dude I've been sitting on this I I was in Boston in April May 2018 and I stood up in front of my entire sales team and I said we're gonna create a women's campaign probably the first of this kind this company has ever seen not even our US counterparts were doing this and it's it's literally my baby from head to toe from start to finish this campaign has taken shape everything that was going on in this devious little brain up here (laughs) 
has come out, and it's incredible. What? So you stood up there, you told them the campaign. Yeah. What did you sell them on? So the campaign is Defy, and that funnels back to our brand platform of Fearlessly Independent. And there's this something so beautiful about this sense of defiance about women and having their own voice and being unapologetic and unafraid to share who they are. And to me, when I think about Fearlessly Independent, that's my interpretation. But the really beautiful thing about Fearlessly Independent is you can ask 10 different people and you're gonna get 10 different responses. Everyone has their own interpretation of what Fearlessly Independent means. and it allows everyone to latch on to their own idea and share it. And so when we put it through the lens of Defy, particularly for women in today's day and age, it's so relevant and so special and so empowering. You have yourself and you defy this, this sense of what health should and shouldn't be. It's not cut and dried, it's not black and white. There's so many shades of gray of what health means to different people and how they embrace it. Um, Asha Bromfield, another one of our ambassadors she defies everyday beauty standards as a black woman she's embraced her natural hair texture and as a white woman i've never once thought about that yeah. but when you listen to her talk about it so passionately you're like yeah of course you are of course you should embrace who you are and be yourself and defy this beauty standards of of european women that we've sort of been imposed upon so that's really what the campaign to me is about, and that's the story that I wanted to tell with it. How pumped were you when it got greenlit? Because oh it's one thing God. it's one thing to have the idea; it's another to stand in front of a room. But then you gotta wait and hope that they actually say yes. You know, the really great thing was I have a very supportive team. Yeah, and I've got a lot of people behind me that were willing to sit back and see what I could do with it. They enabled me to produce the content, and I worked with some great agency partners. Um, that really helped bring it to life. And I think once people saw the content, which I unveiled at our fall sales meeting in October, that's really when it got real for people. And that's really when they understood this is what she means. How happy are you that they trusted you? Like you defied Ooh. what has been done before. I'm relieved. You took a chance. I did take a chance. But at the same time, it's so cliche. But if you're not taking chances, you're not growing. Yeah. And you know, we were talking about this before, I think it's been such an incredible year of firsts for me, yeah. particularly with you. You know, I spoke on my first panel with Healthy is Hot in June. Never did that before. I've started my own cooking Instagram channel to funnel my totally narcissistic desire to share my food obnoxiously on Instagram. I've created a women's campaign. Um, and now I'm speaking on a podcast. It's, yes! it's just insane. I'll experience all your firsts with you. I'm actually glad that you brought up the videos because every time you post food on your social media, <laughs> I just start drooling and I feel like I'm not putting enough effort in the kitchen. But then if I talk to you, you say that cooking is really not hard and you can make these really great dishes. And yeah, it just seems like such an easy fit. I'm like, you got to start doing this for Healthy as Hot. We need food videos. Plus, I like that you always cook with wine, so well, I'm mean, after my own heart. I feel like when you don't cook with wine, you're not enjoying yourself. And for <laughs> me, I have, like, to be fair, in full disclosure, I do not cook with wine all the time. I do cook during the day without alcohol involved, <laughs> unfortunately. But I just love to cook, and I've always enjoyed cooking. Um, I had the opportunity, I had the benefit of having a mom that loved to cook, and she really instilled that in me. My grandmother was a fantastic baker, so I remember 
all my childhood memories revolve around a kitchen of some kind. So it's just a natural progression for me to just sort of relax and de-stress after a long day of work cooking up some good food in the kitchen. Do you know what you're going to make for the videos yet? I do. Oh! I've got three different segments lined up. Do I, do I reveal it now? Yeah, this is going to air. Yeah, this will air once it's live. Okay, so the first segment is going to be my cilantro lime chicken three mm. ways. So we're going to look at sort of like a meal prep. Yeah. And um, and I think it's really important to understand meal prepping doesn't have to be eating the same thing over and over and over again. So it's looking at one base protein and how you can have some fun with it. So I won't share all the details yet. <sighs> Fine. Uh, the second one is going to be um, three ways to use turkey, ground turkey, because I think it's a great healthy substitute to ground beef. Um, and alternatively, you can use vegetarian substitutes. Uh, hot tip for me is if you combine walnuts and lentils, you will get a consistency that's very similar to ground beef. What? I know. And because it's a legume <laughs> with a nut, it actually makes a complete protein. My mind. My um, mind is blown. So we'll look at three different ways to do ground turkey as a, as a healthy alternative yeah. to ground beef. And then my absolute favorite one is meal-sized salads. Because if I could eat one thing for the rest of my life, it's a damn good salad. You know what I'm really into right now? Warm salads. One will be a warm yeah? salad. I'm obsessed with warm salads. It's going to be my grilled tofu with roasted vegetables with a amazing tahini dressing. So I just ate lunch and I'm already hungry just listening <laughs> to you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm excited that your involvement in the Healthiest Hot Family is coming to this point, coming to this fruition, because you are the embodiment of Healthiest Hot. You are such a career-driven woman. You're a mom. You're super fit. You actually have abs <laughs> like serious ab goals that you worked your ass off to get I did yes like have you you're obviously in this really healthy space right now have you always been here no I mean I definitely have had my battles with uh, anorexia I was diagnosed uh, with moderate to severe depression and, and anxiety uh, which triggers anorexia for me when I was 18 and when I got that diagnosis, it really made sense for a lot of, um, pardon my language, shit that had been happening since adolescence for mm -hmm. me. Confidence and anxiety attacks and just feeling down and not really knowing what's going on, thinking it's just hormones, but really it's something deeper. And um, it, that really impacted my relationship with food. It really impacted my relationship with my body. And for me, I know that when I'm not eating healthfully, when I'm not actively exercising or pursuing any kind of balance in my life that everything kind of goes astray and it's really critical for me to to really be consistent and stay in a routine that doesn't work for everyone mm -hmm. like some people hate the idea of routines I actually disliked routines before but knowing that that's how I cope and that's how I you know keep a steady equilibrium it's been really critical for me to be consistent with eating healthfully um, indulging when I want to because I don't believe in restricting yeah. yourself um, but then also going to the gym so I work out on average four days a week um, but I go at lunch you know I I'm really lucky that I have a steady nine-to-five career job so for me to take an hour for myself during my lunch break so much easier what do your colleagues think are they supportive they're so you're nuts they're so conditioned to it now because I've been since coming back from mat leave, I've been going to the gym at lunch. So yeah. it's just become a natural progression that they're like, yep, yeah, going to the gym again today. Bye, like, Jess. Bye. See you later. 
Um, sometimes they give me a hard time if I don't have like a lunch with them every once in a while. So usually on Fridays or something, I'll yeah. I'll leave my gym gear at home and have some lunch with my colleagues and catch <laughs> up and gossip and all that good stuff. But um, no, they're super supportive of yeah. it. And I mean, we we work in the sports industry. I think it's important to to live the brand, to live the lifestyle. It's pretty hypocritical for me to be saying, um, you know, get out there, enjoy being being active and challenge yourself mentally and physically if I'm not doing the same. So you have a little one. I do. Does he like to be active? He doesn't know how to not be active. <laughs> I feel like whenever I think about parents with young kids, I, I just don't know how you guys do it. I have a hard time getting everything I need to get done just for me. Like I have a hard time keeping myself alive sometimes. Wake up, gym, work, home, prep, repeat. You've got all of that and you're trying to keep a little one alive and turn them into a good human. Well, I do keep him alive. He's, <laughs> he's a relatively good human. Um, for those out of context, he's two and a half now, which is insane to me that I have a two and a half year old. But wow. I think with, for me, again, it's just about the routine. And kids, bless them, do so well with routines and schedules. So I'm really consistent with his schedule. He naps every day. Um, so honestly, when he's napping, that's when I get a lot of stuff done. I can clean the house. I can do some cooking. I can shower. <laughs> <laughs> All those things that are necessity of life. Um, I usually get done while he's napping. Um, and then honestly, the biggest lifesaver for me on weekends is gym daycares. My, so I'm a, a member at Good Life and they have the jump program. Yeah. So I bring him with me and he goes and plays with his friends and yeah. I get my workout in and then we all come back and have a good time. That's the dream. But that's just it. There's yeah. so many tools out there and I think you just sort of have to to do your research to figure out what options are there available to you. My only regret is that I didn't actually participate in the jump program while I was on mat leave. They'll take right. they'll take kids up until like as of six weeks old and, and older and the women that are there taking care of your kids are wonderful. They're so lovely. They're moms themselves usually. Um, they're very sympathetic. They have a lot of empathy, and they just want to let you have a good time. Like, if he's fussing or crying or cranky, they don't come bother me. They just deal with it. Because they're kids. Kids kids get cranky. Exactly. Kids get but, fussy. And they're moms, so yeah. they understand. Yeah. And um, I th honestly, I think I would have had a much easier time navigating early motherhood if I had enrolled in that program yeah. earlier on so hot tip for all you moms to be <laughs> enrolled in the jump, jump program <laughs> good life so oh good. well one day one day if ever I procreate I'm gonna be all up in that jump program I the idea of having a baby terrifies me because I I just the idea of my body changing like that even though it's for a human even though it's because you're growing a baby I the idea gives me so much anxiety which is not something I want to ever admit out loud, but, but I don't think so I would natural. deal with the body image issues. I was terrified. Yeah. So obviously when we were planning for me to get pregnant, it was a planned pregnancy. Um, I was really scared. You know, I was like, am I going to have a relapse? Mm -hmm. Am I going to hate myself? Am I going to experience postpartum depression? Like there's so much that's overwhelming and there's so many hormones, but I was so excited when I found out I was pregnant. I was terrified, don't get me wrong. And I was morning sick, so that was terrible. Ugh. But um, I was so excited and I was so happy that I was able to A, have an easy pregnancy. I didn't have a hard time getting pregnant. I didn't have fertility issues. 
Um, I've never experienced a loss. Like I'm so incredibly lucky and I'm grateful for that. Um, it, it honestly, it's crazy because I, I even, it's, it's so funny you bring this up because I was looking at photos yesterday and I was looking at my photos from when Ethan was born and I scrolled back and I was looking at my body postpartum and it obviously was not perfect. It's not what it looks like right now, but I didn't hate it. I actually didn't hate my body. I recognized and I was like, I looked at the stretch marks on my tummy and stretch marks that I still have. And I was proud of them. And I was like, I, I created that. You know, I have this beautiful baby boy who's so healthy, who's happy, who doesn't have any complications and he's here and he's here because I brought him into the world. And when you make that connection, you don't care what your body looks like, man, because it's amazing what the human female body can do. <laughs> I fed him, I nurtured him, I cared for him, my arms pick him up, my legs chase after him. Your body is so incredible and it's so capable of so many different things and the fact that you can bring life into the world with it, pure joy, man. How proud with the younger Jess, the Jess that was trying to figure stuff out, be of the Jess you are now. Because even just hearing you talk about that is the most powerful thing in the world. Younger Jess wouldn't, she, well, younger Jess would have been cynical and sarcastic and would have been like, wow, suck it up, princess. But <laughs> I mean, I think younger Jess was so angry and confused and sad she didn't really know that that's what she wanted. Younger Jess didn't know she wanted kids. It didn't, it wasn't until I turned 30 that I was like, okay, I'm ready to be a mom and, and in full disclosure, I'm 33. But um, younger Jess, like 18 year old Jess would have been like, you, you like your body like that? Like, it's gross. Like you've got flabby stuff and, and it's stretch marks and mm -hmm. these things that, you know, she would never have, believed that Jess today is capable of this but I think when you get past the cynicism yeah. she would have been pretty proud I mean the Jess today is fucking powerful <laughs> you really are thanks man I mean where like what do you what do you want next like I know you're you're actually what I'm most excited about you is you do so much which I think is really inspiring to women everywhere but also young moms everywhere because you're still taking care of yourself, you're going to the gym, you're doing your thing, you're killing it at your job, and somehow you've found time to indulge in a passion of yours. Because why not allow yourself to be the most creative, fulfilled version of yourself? Well, I think if you're not doing something for yourself, you're not doing anything for others. And I say that because you need to put yourself first. And that is the hardest thing, I think as women, we have such a hard time putting ourselves first. Mm -hmm. We never do, and I never did. You know, I was always the first one in the office, last one out. I was always at every event. I was always doing everything I could, and I burned out, and I burned out so many times. But what I realized, and honestly, it took me having a kid to realize this, is that I need to be there for myself because in order to be there for others, I need to be okay and I need to have my shit together. 
And if that means that posting a plate of pasta on Instagram or making a pithy comment about watching my kid in the bathtub with yet another glass of wine is going to just bring me that little piece of joy to carry on with my life, so be it, man. You got to do you, boo. got to do you, boo. The this most simple analogy, and it's so powerful, and because I travel so much, I think about it every time I'm on a plane. If the oxygen mask falls, you're supposed to put it on yourself first. Even if it's a cute little kid sitting next to you, the safety video tells you you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you can be there for other people. For whatever reason, it's an easy concept to understand in the plane. In real life, so much harder. You know, I think the biggest thing for me is my kid's two and a half now. He's only becoming more aware of things. He's saying things completely inappropriately that should be said appropriately, which is awesome. <laughs> but he's also watching and he's taking everything in. He's a little sponge. And he needs to see that mummy has her shit together, that mummy is strong, that mummy is there to take care of him, but that mummy can also take care of herself. And mummy is happy. Because if he sees that mummy is happy, then he feels safe and secure. Yeah. So that means that I have to take care of myself. I've got to go to the gym. And there are days, do not get me wrong, there are days when I'm like, do I have to go? Should I go? I've been how many times this week? But then I was like, you know what? Screw it, man. I gotta go. You never feel worse after a workout. No one and is going to say, oh, I regret that yeah, workout. No. Never. You might hate it in the middle. I hate it in the middle most of the time. Yeah. But then I feel this amazing rush of adrenaline. And I, I was like, I just did that for me. Did that for me. And then you're pumped. Yeah. You have all those endorphins. I come back to my desk and I'm refreshed and I can pump out some more work. I can exchange some more conversations with my coworkers. I can take that phone call that I probably should call that person back <laughs> or respond to that email. It just gives you, it, it gives you that burst of energy, but it also gives you that boost of confidence. Yeah. If you can get through a workout when you don't want to, what can't you do? Yeah. You're unstoppable. What kind of workouts are you into right now? Um, so one of my friends, Matt Pederis, who's a personal trainer and um, an influencer partner of ours, he's given me a couple of workouts to do. So I'm doing some of his. Woo! They are awesome. Um, I think his I think his program's called She's So Fit or something like yeah. that. Anyways, uh, he's incredible. Love him to death. And uh, he's definitely helped get these abs in shape. Yo, how proud are you of your abs? Oh, I'm proud of Abs on a woman are difficult to get. Yeah. They're difficult. They take hard work. Well, the issue with, here's the thing, is you can't isolate mm -hmm. your workouts. Like, you can't, you can't just focus on abs. Like, it's really, you gotta, you gotta condition the whole body. Um, I used to be a cardio queen. I've cut back significantly on cardio. A, I don't have time, because if yeah. I want to put in a proper weight workout, I just don't have the time to do 45 minutes of cardio beforehand. So I usually warm up for, like, 10, 15 minutes, do some weights, um, some days it might be legs and core, other days it might be arms and legs, other days it might be full body, other days yeah. it might be just, you know, the other day I was, I was pretty tired, so I just did, um, a hit session on the, on the treadmill and did yeah. some stretching afterwards. You just, you, you do what you need to do and you carry on with your day. Yeah. I think the, I think the most important thing is you have to be honest with yourself and listen to your body. Cause sometimes yeah. stretching, just stretching is all you need. All you and need. then the next day you can come back ready exactly. to hit it. Okay, well, last but not least, what does healthy is hot mean to you? Healthy is hot means that you're putting yourself first to make everything else better and that you are 
putting in place the things that you need to do to clear your head, to find that balance. And if that means you have the salad and then the brownie afterwards, amazing. <laughs> if that means you go to the gym and then have a glass of wine to reward yourself, cheers to you, man. If that means that you're blowing off everything and just Netflixing and chilling for a day because you're tired and you just can't even, you do you. It's really about doing the things to making sure that you are in the right mental capacity to take on the world. Jess, are you ready to take on the world? Oh, 100%. Can I come along for the ride? Yes, you can. Please do. Oh, okay, well, everybody stay tuned for those cooking videos. Make sure you look at New Balance Canada to see some just sweet shots that Jess over here produced. And my ass is on full display in those purple pants. Make sure to park that photo. Oh, we'll be posting up a TV team. Do it's not worry. It's so much booty in one photo. It's so much booty. <laughs> You're welcome. And just like that, another episode of the Healthiest Hot Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. A huge thanks to the Thompson Hotel for hosting us today. So if you enjoyed this conversation, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthiest Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. See you next week.